Gogs. Go Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast is the last week of January. Sadly, the last week. Sadly. Yeah. This was a fun month. I accidentally, I managed to sneak in a second Jackie Chan movie by accident this week because yeah. I watched Kung Fu Panda, and I forgot he voices one of the Furious Five in Kung oh, Fu no Panda. Oh, no shit, I didn't know that. I've yeah. seen that movie, I didn't know um, that. Wait, we watched, uh, I'm just going to put it on Front Street, I think the best movie we watched this entire month, wow. we watched Foreigner, um, which was, whose pick? Sean's pick? Yeah. Um, with uh, with Jackie Chan and with Pierce Brosnan, it's it's... And I'm going to say this too. It's Pierce Bronson's best movie. It's this, this movie, and then it's Mrs. Doubtfire, and then I guess to yeah. the Bond movies. I mean, I think this movie should... bangs relentlessly. Like, and I kind of want to get the grain of like picking shit that I already like, but like I, I, uh, I think Sean said it last week. But it's cool to hear Pierce Brosnan speak with an Irish accent, which I guess is his native accent. Yeah, he's so fucking good in this movie. <laughs> he's so good in this movie. Yeah, oh, but we'll, anyway. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I, I'm gonna like. I don't want to bury the lead, but I'm gonna put it out there. Like even above Spider Man, this is the hot, the hottest ant in a movie I think I've ever seen in my life. One hundred. Oh, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they actually cast an age appropriate actress. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. That, yeah. Pierce you know, Like you can still cast age appropriate people. Yeah. Age appropriate women for in relationships and. They could still be very attractive. It's so funny like it's not like you that. have to, you have to cast. If this was like, like was this a Hollywood movie or was it like a a UK a British movie? I think it was, like I, UK, I think it was a British. I think it was movie. Even, maybe maybe like a Hong. I, I didn't really pay any yeah. attention to I the credits or anything. The, produ- the eight production companies. <laughs> but like, if this was if this was an American movie, it would have been Pierce Brosnan and his wife would have been like Daisy Ridley. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It would have been Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. <laughs> Yeah, no. Tom Cruise and the girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, but there we go. So we right. watch the Foreigner. So what did y'all watch this week besides the Foreigner, uh, Alan? Um, I only watched one thing, and I just oh. finished watching it. Oh shit! Um, Fresh off the presses. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> it's a good and it's a movie that I've seen before, but I think I didn't really must not have been paying attention to it because uh, it's really funny. Um, Team America, World Police. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, Love that movie's movie. awesome. That movie's so funny. Uh, <clears throat> and, like, I know I've, the signal? I know, uh, I, know, <laughs> I, know I've, I know I've seen it before, but it, I either must have been drunk or like... Oh, I feel like in the old Columbia like house, hardly, we watched that movie at least a couple of times. Like okay. hardly paying attention or something. <laughs> yeah. Like it was on in the background or something. But, uh... That movie's really funny. Like there's an NC seventeen cut of that movie, isn't there? Yeah, it's the one where they like have the sex scene where they're like <laughs> pooping on each other. Yeah, they're like pooping yeah. and peeing on each other. But it's it's ridiculous that that yeah. that is NC seventeen. They're puppets. Like I think I think my favorite thing about that movie is that like not everything's the scale. Like when he does his yeah. fucking uh, motorcycle montage and the guardrail's taller than he is. Like it's so yeah, fucking they, funny. they like. They took him to D.C. and he's like going to like the war memorials yeah. and like stuff, and he's just a tiny little puppet standing next to like the uh, the oak the not Oko now yeah. the Iwo Jima uh, reenactment <laughs> memorial. Yeah. Like it's just a tiny little puppet next to this full size. Bro, I do the fucking the uh, chairman or whatever. I do his voice nonstop. Yes, like you I do. And it helped it by sucking my cock. Like nice. it's my go-to like old guy voice. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, 
It's gonna be nine eleven times ten. That's right, <laughs> one million. Like it's nine thousand one hundred. He's a martial arts expert from Detroit. From Detroit, <laughs> such a great button on that. Joke. I, I, one of my favorite jokes is like the main character is like a, a retired. Well, he's not retired, but he's like a Broadway singer or whatever. Yeah. And then there's some point in the movie where somebody's like, "Can you do? Uh, everyone's got AIDS." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I, I was I watched it with uh with Stacy, and when I had seen it before, I knew nothing of like Rent. rent I had no yeah. idea that <laughs> oh. Rent like a big plot line, and that was like AIDS. Every, and everyone yeah. now I know. And when that song came, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> it was like the PC personal computer joke. Like I just, I just now got that. Uh, uh, come on, every, come on, everybody! We got some quilting to do. Oh, uh, it's so good. That movie fucking slaps. Yeah, Matt and Trey, pretty funny. Yeah. And it's funny how, like, all the, like, hyper-American macho patriotism shit that they were making fun of them is, like, even worse now. Yeah, it, yeah. it it's actually, like, like it's that, not like it's, like, toned down. It's, yeah, that like, was, like, mocking, ten times worse. It's that was mocking ins- George W. Bush neocons, which I would just love to have them back. I mean, yeah. Well, it's funny is that, like, I guarantee you could go to, like, YouTube and find, a, a, like, a totally serious Freedom Isn't Free song. That, you yeah. know what I mean? It's basically exactly the same as the one in that movie. Where were you? Where were you? That, that was from the show. Yeah. But, uh, well, Matt and Trey, uh, with that giant deal they did for Paramount, they're they're supposedly working on, I think it's two movies. <laughs> So oh, nice. Yeah, hopefully. Like original movies or like just South, more South Park movies? Well, I no, it was like the, the thing was like it was like X amount of seasons of South Park, several South Park movies. But I think those are just extended episodes like the COVID thing they did, because that was technically like a two hour thing. And then they said two other movies. So like, hopefully they'll do something else. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those is a movie, movie adaptation of uh, Book of Mormon, because I'm kind of shocked that hasn't happened already, to be honest. Yeah! They're going to do Orgasmo Begins. I mean, oh, I would be, so be totally for it. I yeah, fucking love Orgasmo. All I their, promise all my their dad. Movies, <laughs> all their movies absolutely slap. Yeah, yeah, they really, like, I don't know. They're, like... You know, as much as like, uh, I, you know, we've talked about this a thousand times, but like my personality would be totally different without the Simpsons. Like I could say the same for like Matt and Trey and their sensibilities, like com- comedy wise. Yeah. I can't do hamster style anymore. I promised my father. Yeah, the paper. He's like, okay. Yeah, no, oh, I love that <laughs> you still smell that newspaper? God, that fucking joke is so fucking funny. I and, like, like one of the favorite that one guy like, that always does the voice of. How? <laughs> he's neutered man. Yeah, he's got no, no balls. Neutered man. <laughs> I fucking love like when they're talking about Team America. Like when they're talking about their pitching, and it's like we just made a Michael Bay movie with puppets because Michael Bay makes comedies and he, he doesn't, doesn't know realize it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It is good. It's so good. Um, did you watch yeah. it? Is it on anything else? It's on Netflix, but like tomorrow, it's, it, when it was over, it said like only streaming till January thirty first. I wonder if it'll show up on Paramount since they got the deal. <sighs> it, I mean, it might. Yeah, it might. It might be going on going right. on to there. I might have the DVD. Oh shit! Did San Francisco just score? Yep, yeah, he yep. did. It's gonna be 1989 all over again. God, I San Francisco like... just always does just 
enough. It's going to be so wait. You're right, Sean. Isn't that that was who played them in Namath the Super Bowl? And, um, Boomer, yeah. right? Name it. Not name it. Montana. Montana. Was, that was the one where John Taylor. I think it might be the first Super Bowl I remember actually watching because John Taylor had like a fifty or sixty yard touchdown catch like at the end of that game. It was really close. What was that? Eighty eight. I very, I, I very distinctly remember at at our elementary school, you could like pick who you thought was going to win the Super Bowl, and for some stupid fucking reason, my parents. You can do that anywhere, guys. Yeah, but no, but no, but it was like. It was like like my parents were like fucking I don't know like they like boomer size because he went, he went to Maryland. Maryland. He went to Maryland. Whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. get. But like so in my mind I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bengals and I was like the only kid who wrote Bengals on that side yeah. of the board because everybody knew that Joe Montana was gonna kick the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Lo and behold, that stuck um, with me. Fuck Cincinnati. Uh, anything Fuck else? Al? <laughs> uh, movie wise, no. I I watched some TV shows, but that's the only movie I watched. Did you watch the new episode of Peacemaker? Yeah, it was. Very oh good. shit, it's out. Okay, yeah. it was very. I don't good. know what day that comes out. I just Neither watched it. I. I knew it. I think, it was on at the I end of the week. I think it comes so. out Thursdays. Okay, I, I thought it came Friday out night. Wednesday, and I went to look for it Wednesday, and it wasn't there Wednesday, but it was available Friday. I think it, it comes out on Thursdays. It was very good, but yeah, uh, it's very good. There's only a few more episodes. It's uh, I think it's eight episodes total. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know it was so yeah. short. Hopefully, they do more. James Gunn is very it. good at writing. Like how how far into it are you, Gogs? Uh, that was one of the things I watched this week. I watched two episodes. Well, Gogs, you can just Peacemaker. go ahead now. Well, I, I love that his his all he has several different helmets that have different yeah. like, where different abilities. Yeah, like he nuked that chick that he that alien thing that he banged. Yeah. And he like sonic black. Like that was nuts. I, I'm at. I guess I'm at the end of episode two. Where where you find out that the liquid metal terminator was like the head of the white nationalists in prison. Is that the end of? He's like the I white think. dragon. Yeah, I, I think, think episode third two. Right. I, I don't yeah. know. So they well, like you know, put him... if you know it, then it's an episode two because you're okay. Yeah, I think two. I've only seen episode. I think I've only seen the first two. I don't but know. He's, um, well, I kind of got into a rhythm, and it might just auto started the third. But the he's like, it's the parts where he they, they after they blew up the chick. Oh, it must be the third episode because it's like after they. Like, How funny was that scene where he's like singing along to all the fucking '80s hair metal and his underpants? Yeah, and he's like confessing to her about like how good it was to like have sex again, and like he's <laughs> so he's so damaged, and like it's so sad, and like he, John Cena is just like impossibly charming. Yeah, like, he's really, he's really good. I, I don't know. I really, I think Sean Sean brought it up, and I I I, I totally agree. Like. In, it's almost like stunt casting because he's such a good actor, but just how yoked he is, it, it, like anything that he does that's sort of sincere and sweet is is instantly kind of funnier. When that eagle yeah. hugged him, I was fucking cracking. Eagly, got it. Eagly, eagly's the best. <laughs> but like, no, it, it, so far the show is great, and the opening the opening dance sequence is yeah. so good, phenomenal. Every time, you know how like. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, but you know yeah. how on streaming services they have that little thing in the corner that's like you want to skip the intro. I'm like, God damn, no, I do not. No, I do not. I am no, never skipping like that intro. That and the Twin Peaks intro, like yeah. the only two I leave on. <laughs> it's so, so like, what good. else is going? I've been introduced to Vigilante. Oh, he was like, pause, he's like, pause, I saved up appliances since quick, you went so away. Go ahead. I'm gonna forget this. So, do you know who uh, helped choreograph the opening dance sequence? No, Alan Tudyk and his wife. Oh no, shit. Do you know, okay, the hot handler, the blonde chick, do you know who she's married to or who she's with? 
She's dating James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. yeah oh, I, wow. I, Good for I him. Follow James Gunn on is it? Oh, that guy has that guy has laid some pipe. Yeah. Um, like, anyway, sorry guys. What did Vigilante say? I'm sorry. The part where he's like, "I've been saving up appliances since you went." Vigilante is like, he's like kind of touched, right? Like he's, oh, he's, more he's, than... <laughs> but he's like, I've yeah. been saving up. They did like the montage. But it, it's still kind of sweet though, where it's and like, it, "Hey, it, you want me, you want me to help you clean up?" Yeah. It's like two. It's like two toddlers that are just yeah. jacked with guns. Well, like they, you know? they like they double team the girl. Yeah, the woman. <laughs> Yes, and, the, and John Cena and the woman are smoking weed, and they go to like vigilante. You want? It? He's like, "No, you're lucky. I don't kill you right kill now." You for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got like or, a Rorschach esque like uh, yeah. moral code. Yeah, yeah like, you know, five have, years like, ago, that. I would have shot both of you in the face. <laughs> the way she means like, it. The way she's just like fucking dunking on her husband while peacemakers yeah. tying her up. It's like, do you know what pumped up kids is about? Was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, oh. that was so fucking funny. And then there's a med like a like a hair rock version of pumped up kicks at the end of that episode that's yeah. actually really good. Yeah. I mean, I if there's if there's one thing that James Gunn does well, it's fucking getting banging ass music in his yeah. shows yeah. and movies and stuff. He's like, like the anti Snyder. Yeah, he's really yeah. Bad. He doesn't he doesn't, wow. just, he doesn't yeah. just pick slowed down. Uh, Leonard well, Cohen the hell, songs. How the yeah, fuck Leonard he ever found Sorkin? Leonard Cohen songs. How the hell he ever found fucking Wigwam? The the guys yeah. that do the intro theme like that is was from 2010. You know he's been listening I, to that I for know. years, just waiting for it. To, he needs to put it in something. I mean, it's if perfect. he could have found a way to like wedge it, it into Guardians, he probably would have. It's so good. Anyway, it is. It's an amazing. I, that song is. Out. I listened to some more of their stuff. Their stuff's pretty great. Did you see the album cover? It's like a yeah, tank no, with like a guitar so, on it. It's like, so dumb. I love it. It's got like nonstop rock. It's nonstop rock. <laughs> this song's called Do You Want to Taste It? Like, come on. Or do you it really want to taste it? It's something you wrote. Anyway, that's all I want. And then I guess I kind of watched Kung Fu Panda with Jackie Chan, and that movie's fine. I remember um, liking that movie. Sean. Uh, I was gonna watch Matrix Four, but I guess the like, Warner Brothers had it executed because it's not on HBO anymore. So Are I didn't want to. Yeah, I guess oh. it was like thirty days. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it on well, yeah, page. a bunch, a bunch of that stuff now isn't staying on there. You're getting like the yeah. thirty day window. Yeah. And then they're taking it off, and then it'll show up again in like six uh, months. I'll put it on the Plex, Sean. You have to watch this movie. I need you to suffer through this fucking movie. Fine. You're gonna fucking like it. That's the problem. You watch you're it like be... I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna have this like four hour diatribe about how it's brilliant or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna be like, TJ's an asshole. This movie is brilliant. He doesn't know. No, what I, you know what? I know I'm not gonna like it because you hated it and Gogs hated it. So both ends <laughs> of that spectrum are covered. Right. Yeah. So if it's that like, if it's that meme of like the bell curve, like, yeah. It's just... Like both sides are. Oh man, no, there's nothing. There's nothing you can grasp onto here. If it wasn't the TJ headiness or the gogs, just tits and guns, like well, but like I think if any of us loves the Matrix more than me, it's you, gogs. So like if you hated it, like then I'm I'll be a hundred percent with you. I desperately wanted to like it. Like I walked in desiring to like it i was so that trailer had me so wet yeah i was just like come on the trailer there's something, great. There's the something trailer about the white great. rabbit song i'm sure i brought it up before but there was some xbox game that had that in the trailer and like i just wanted to play the game just because the song's so fucking good oh shit the song fucking rules but yeah no that movie's fucking just just 
and, and to be fair, I love the original Matrix. I saw that in the theater like five times. I love that yes. fucking movie. Like that movie. <laughs> That tells the difference between me and you, because you saw The Matrix five times. I saw American <laughs> Pie five times. <laughs> I saw American Pie at least twice in the theater. I, I think I, was... I saw The Phantom Menace and The Matrix within a week of each other, because I'm pretty sure they came out really close together. Uh, we're not going to talk about... I saw about... The Matrix twice in one weekend. We're not going to talk about uh, <laughs> what I did to see The Phantom Menace, because I camped out in front yeah, of those. I, I was trying wall. to explain to the kids at work, because that's their Star Wars, you know what I mean? Like, So uh, they have like a weird view of it. Because yeah. they're, you know, in the twenties, is like we all convinced ourselves we liked that movie. Oh, when I left I the theater, I fucking loved it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you uh, like falsehoods. Like I was no. like that movie was great. Yeah, because like I think like I just convinced myself that it was good, and then like right, and it then took when I saw a while, and then Attack like, of the Clones, I was like, I don't know about this. But then yeah. I saw Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, oh, this is good, but. It's not good, but in comparison to the other two, it is. Yeah. And then, correct. you know, the the Force Awakens, I was still kind of like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I remember liking that. And yeah, that was it, it's like it takes the next movie for me to realize I didn't like the previous movie somehow. Well, I remember like, I don't... Your, your reaction when we left The Last Jedi and you're like, I didn't like that. No, like I, like I, was, I looked at Alec for approval because I know he was like a Star Wars guy. We were... I want to say four minutes into the movie, it was when they were uh, when oh, he was the, having the that conversation banter. with Hux. Yeah, oh, God. And I looked at him. I was like, <laughs> like pleading with him, like just like doe eyed, like I don't think I like this very much. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, I didn't man. even do the. I wasn't even a uh, fucking solid enough to give you the the Batman Superman big thumbs down from four That's seats away. Literally one of the best movie going experiences we ever had watching a bad movie. Like, oh my god, we all were like just in agony watching that fucking movie. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, uh, it has you. made a lot of good content though. We, yeah. we well, both of those films has filled up a lot of airtime on uh, movie the podcast. That is factual. Uh, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, I only watched one movie, but it's a movie that I'd really like to talk about, and I'd recommend... I'm glad I get this platform to talk about it, because I don't think I would have ever heard of it. I read about it on a list about, like, the top 20 animated films of the last 10 years. It's okay. called Un... Or, well, I, I, I don't know how to ever say it in the Japanese uh, the way, but it's on Gaku. O N dash G A K U on Gaku R sound. Um, now let me sell it to you this way. First of all, it's an hour and ten minutes long. In in already my favorite movie. It is. I loved it so fucking much. Now you hear it's Japanese and it's animated, so you're like, oh, it's an anime movie. So that kind of brings a lot of different context of like animation styles and all this thing. It is, like, nothing I've ever seen before. Like, the character designs are, like, super, super simplified. Like, they look almost like King of the Hill characters. But then the backgrounds are all these beautiful, like, really detailed, like, watercolor uh, paintings of, like, Japan. And the story itself is, like, very... It's a very quirky story. It's kind of a story about discovering, like, loving music. And... Mm. I fucking loved it. It is so charming. And like, they do like these visual, again, like, I think like it was very intentional to make the character designs like super simple because there's moments that where there's moments where 
the characters perform music and they literally transform. Like they turn into like these cool, like rotoscoped versions of musicians, like like playing. waking life or some shit. A little bit, yeah. But like, imagine like waking life, but it's like like watercolor pencils. Like okay. it's really cool and it's funny and. The music in it is like really, really good. I, I fucking this movie just blew me away. I fucking loved it. TJ, what's I, the name of the um the show that the Cowboy Bebop creator did about the two girls that start a band? That's really good. Like, oh, what is that? You know what I'm called? talking about? Yeah, it is really good. It's not the creator. It's one of the writers. Oh, of, okay. Uh, but but yeah, uh, it's excellent. I can't think of the name of it, but I'll, I'll look it up and and I'll tell you. But it's very good. But this Ungaku, I I can't recommend it enough. Uh, if you're not one of the three people on the show, uh, you can rent it on Amazon. It's also available on YouTube Movies. Uh, it's on the Plex. I I fucking love this movie. I thought that I don't know. Like it's weird to like say that there, a movie is about loving music. That's such a weird like basis for a storyline but like it's There's lots of movies about that though but like that's its central plot like these yeah, guys uh, are might i remind you of uh nick and Nora's infinite playlist sir i really wanted to like that movie <laughs> um but no like the the movie is about these like high school bullies that basically discover music and it's like so fun like i don't know and again it's an hour and 10 minutes long like it's so like, it's it's river city ransom meets hedwig and the angry inch is what you're saying it's and the, it's funny too like i don't want to give out all the jokes away but like so like the bullies there's three of them and like he literally like the main bully kenji like this, he's like we're gonna start a band and they just like they like run the school because they're like the toughest kids in the school because it's very that's a very anime trope yeah but, like they literally like kenji's like we're in a band now we're gonna start a band and they don't know how to play any instruments they just go to the band room they're like what do we take he's like i don't know just or i'm sorry no i fucked up kenji gets a bass and he plays it and it, like he like opens his mind up and then he goes and it goes and tells his other buddies like we're in a band now and like they go to the music room of the school and they're like what do we take and he's just like i don't know take whatever you can carry and the the guy picks up a regular guitar and a bass and he's like which one should i get he's like i don't know i already have one of those and the kid picks up the wrong thing so they end up just with two basses and then the <laughs> lumbering guy just has like a snare drum and a bass drum that he sets up upright so he just hits like uh, man, i i know it's like yeah. It sounds stupid, but it's so fucking cute, and I fucking love it. I don't, I don't want to. How'd you end up it. hearing about it? I, I just I said I they, I I I pulled up this uh, article about. Oh, like, you said the, the, the best like animated the best animated films like the last twenty years, and this was like high on the list, and I can see why because like I, yeah, you I, heard I, about I, it on Pod Save America. Yeah, yeah, the Pod Johns. That's I'm a big <laughs> fan, obviously. But uh, no, I um. I I I I don't really. The, I'm not doing this movie justice by telling you like the the visual flares that they get into are so creative and interesting. And this movie like crescendos in a very like satisfying way. And again, like the music is really great. And I I I want to say one of the characters there's like a trans allegory, which I I don't know if that's intentional or not. But before I we get into this jerk this jerk off fest about the foreigner, which I assume is going to happen. I have a question about Japan broadly that sure. you might be able to answer. Cause you sort of like brought it up. I'm a big weeb. Yeah. 
that trope of like having organized gangs in school that just go around beating the dog shit out of each other. Where does that come from? Is that like a real thing that happened in Japan at some point? Well, yeah, it was when the American soldiers were there. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh, uh, the best gang. I, I, uh, I honestly, Sean, I don't know, but I know okay. that I know that, and I don't know if it's before this or not, and I'm sure you're aware of this too. But like, teenage delinquency is a huge theme in like. Like every fucking Japanese thing I've ever well, seen, we, and I think yeah, it's just I an mean, offshoot we, of that. Like, is it because there's such a disciplined culture and there's like no crime, like at all? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I, th- so I that, think the idea their, of like somebody in getting their, in their what? art. So like, there's like because like from everything that I don't know a ton about Japanese culture. Yeah, but one thing I do know is that they have like z- almost zero crime, like. If they do have crime, they kill themselves for being criminals or I mean, something. They have they have crime, but it's not the way we have crime. Like, they're, like, violent crime is, like, way, way... Like, it doesn't even... Re- it wouldn't even register the way we have, like, violent crime. So but you wish, also can't, you also can't wish... get guns in Japan at all. Like, Well, it's, they also have health care and, like, a government <laughs> right. that takes yeah, care of them. Yeah. So, like, that does stuff, too. Uh, banging ass ramen. I love that, like they like their like punk subcultures adopt like the weirdest Western shit, like the fucking rockabilly thing, uh, like yeah, that's still popular. Like, are the uh, rockabillies in Japan the weebs of America? Basically, I would assume so. Well, they love America. That's like the funny thing. Like, I don't know. This is a whole other discussion, but like, you know, there was all that talk when the the fucking Ghost in the Shell movie came out. And they're like, oh, they're whitewashing it with Scarlett Johansson. You know where that movie did its best? Japan. In yeah, they Japan. love that shit. They fucking love yeah. America. There's a reason why they anime whitewash everyone in anime. If there's one thing they love more than getting nuked, it's white women. Yeah, I mean, the an, there's a reason and, why. And same and based. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, to, to go back to Sean's question, honestly, dude, I don't know. Okay. I, I just know it's a trope. I mean, I could. there's a million examples of it. Because, like, it was a thing in, like, American film and, like, the James Dean era, you know what I mean, in the boys' town and all that sure, shit. Sure. But, like, it's, like, super prevalent in, like, all Japanese media. Like, have you consistently. have you seen the Takashi Miike movie Crow Zero? No. Oh, you. Sh- I'll put that on the plug. I yeah. just assumed it was like a prequel to the Crow. No, that shit's fucking. Hard. That's like a great example of like the like high school. It's like Teen Wolf, but like with Japanese karate kids. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, but anyway, uh, I again, I can't recommend uh, Ungaku uh, R Sound enough. Like, it's a treat of a movie. Like, I. I don't know. I watched it and it, it like it really hit me. It hit me in a place I didn't expect. I was like, wow, this is a really special movie. And again, the length plays into that. Like the fact that it's it's so short. You're like, oh, like this. It, even if you hate it, you didn't waste that much time watching it. You know what I mean? But like, I, I have a hard time believing anyone would hate this movie. It's just it's very, very different. And I think like, you know, above all else, like on this show, you should know that like I hold uh, uniqueness very highly in my reviews and this movie is like nothing I've ever seen and I, I'm very impressed by it so highly recommended it or hi- highly recommend it so let's get into The Foreigner which is another movie I actually love. Uh, hold, hold on okay before uh, before we get into that Uh-oh. I asked TJ the listener question uh, two weeks ago I forgot. Yeah. and I had him for Goggs and Sean too and I forgot to ask him last week okay go ahead uh 
So the question for Gogs is, oh. what movie are you excited about showing your kids when they get older that you can't show them now? That's a good question. The Raid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good question. I like that question. That's a really solid like, answer, it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't show them The Raid. I can't. Like, I don't know. It would be... Uh, in, uh, the Raid is probably... It's up there. But honestly, it's probably Rocky or Jaws. One both, of those two. Both like, good. One yeah. of, because they're both movies I love. I both. I think they're both... Not that The Raid's not a good movie. But I think, the Rock, I think like Rocky and Jaws are like two of... You know, obviously two of the best American films ever made. They, also, like, two movies stories. that were pretty fundamental in your upbringing. Like, you saw... Yeah, I know. They're, yeah. they're tremendous. Like, but, like, I, I, just, I just need them to be in, like, a, a place where they can understand like that you know it's, it's not gonna make them too scared to go in the ocean with the shark yeah. and where i can explain why these two men beating oh the ever-living christ out of each other sorry is not watching football super problematic yeah. i i can't but, yeah, i can't are... wait till we lose the physical media war and i gotta smuggle a dvd of jaws up my asshole <laughs> and give it to aj when he's like <laughs> yeah like, I'm... this is your birthright yeah. i'll be damned if somebody is gonna take it from you <laughs> But no, those two, and then and then eventually, I would love to watch. Actually, you know what? I would love to watch the raid, and I'd love to watch RoboCop because RoboCop is hyper violent, and I just can't show that to my kids. Sean. It's Sean. It's not a DVD. It's one of those like fucking mini discs. Like no, it's it's one of those like uh those Tiger electronic cartridges that had like yeah. three seconds of a Divix on it, but there's a hundred of them. Like, oh hang on a minute, I'm almost done. <laughs> like... But you gotta. <laughs> it just plugs right into the back of their like neural receptors in the future. It'll be great. But yeah, those are that's that's my answer. So somehow we're using Divix discs, <laughs> but we also have the technology to have neural <laughs> interface with their brain. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. but like it's, we're right. not allowed to watch whatever we want because it's a very uh, cyberpunk. Because like uh, a pilot inspector twelve X God Emperor Musk will know if we're watching unapproved things. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Elon Musk's kid. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, if it's yeah. going to affect, if it's affecting Tesla stock, you can't watch. Yeah. it. I'd be damned. Hopefully, be damned. I'm, hopefully, I'm dating <laughs> Grimes by then. I yeah. Live with that. Oh, Grimes is out. She'll have no power. Oh, she'll still have a little bit of power. I mean, she's the kid's mom. Yeah. She can, Fair. She has a little she's, bit of influence. She's, she's going to be the lady she, Jessica. She's the only one that can ground the god emperor. Of the <laughs> uh, um, all right. Anything else? That, oh, another question, well, right? We yeah, question, question. question for Sean. Uh, have you ever cried during a movie? And if so, which movie, I guess... I guess they made you cry or had the most like emotional impact. These on are great. I've questions. cried through yeah. a bunch of movies. These are uh, really good questions. I've cried on the show a little bit. Uh, oh, Miracle yeah. Mile, I think. Uh, the end of the fountain. Yeah, the fountain. Um, there, there was one. All four of it must have been Ghost Story. I almost cried. Ghost Story fucked us up. That but, fucked uh, me up bad. Yeah, that was a very morose Ghost, podcast. Ghost yeah. Story, I, I, yeah, I have a hard time. Like, I love that movie, but it yeah. was beautiful. Huff. But uh, uh, the surprise, I'll give you a surprise one. Scott um, it, Well, no, but it has to do with my, like, uh, passionate love for football and the retarded is radio. <laughs> it, it's the scene in radio where they give him the Letterman jacket and uh, radio Cuba Gooding Jr. goes, it's for me. And like just fucking waterworks, like I'm not I'm not kidding. Like I don't know why you're laughing so hard. I'm like dead ass. 
weeping at this fucking like movie and then i'll always remember um go reading the reviews like i didn't like it it's bullshit he hugged too many people it's like do you know retarded people like any of them because like well, pretty affectionate just saying great. super strong uh, and then and then cuba like, getting jr was like somebody gotta suck this baby's dick yeah, here's the problem like like i can't like extrapolate and i gotta stop saying retarded but like the neurodivergent or i don't know what the nomenclature is now but like because like i can't see a kid that's like that and not think about oh god what happens when he's an adult you know what i mean yeah, and no, parents it's true, die you're empathetic, and like kind human being eh. yeah you are you're not you are until you are. yeah yeah until they say something about like the flat tax or something and then i'm like <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah but, like, but, but, like but these... there's nothing i hate more than a libertarian with down syndrome stop it um <laughs> No, but yeah, that like, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah, like a, a real Rand Paul type. Uh, I, think, but, uh, I think the government should stay out of my skittles. Yeah, I mean, taxes, mm. taxes are theft. Taxes are theft. Uh, no, but uh, no, I like I I'm very susceptible to emotional shit in movies, and like not even like not just shit that's really good like ghost story but i mean like you know like pablum like forrest yeah. gump and like you know what i mean like i'm very emotionally if i'm hooked emotionally like i got no issue with it yeah it's funny that this gets brought up because i was thinking about this today because sean sean has been editing himself in a lot of great uh pictures on facebook <laughs> and he 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 edited himself in the uh like the title sequence of neon genesis evangelion during the tree of life part yeah. And like I I commented about the theme song intensifying. And then I went back and listened to that theme song. And I gotta be honest, like when I hear that theme song for Ava, like it hit it like really like gets to me. Like, cause I don't know, it, it brings up, you know, we've talked about this before. We're all getting older, and like there's just certain things that just hit me in like this nostalgia button where it's just yeah. like I don't it like I mean, I know it's just what it's getting old. That's what it is, right? Yeah. But like me thinking about like what Neon Genesis Evangelion means to me. I'm not saying I'm crying, but it like definitely like puts me mentally in a place where I'm like, man, I love that show. Yeah. Like, like, if, like if media can move you that much, I mean, that's speak. I mean, that's, well, that's I mean, important. Like, I mean, like we talked about it, and I know it's stupid and all, but like we talked about it with uh, with uh, No Way Home, like that Spider Man shit. Like Spider Man's my favorite character, and like that shit means something to me. And I know it's silly, but like. Like that, like those movies, like mean something to me. That character means something to me, and I'm not like you know, like obviously we watched Amazing Spider-Man two, and I wasn't like, oh, I was weeping the whole time. (laughs) Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like when something's bad, it's like, oh, this this ruined my childhood, blah blah blah. But like when something's good, it it hits you in a place that's like very deep rooted in in your you know in your personality. And like I don't know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place to be. Like I don't know, and I think like. Again, like it's the old man podcast, but it's definitely like this nostalgia thing that that actually hits like hard. It's like, oh yeah, I'll be dead before you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, these are whoever submitted who's, who's writing questions, these questions. These great are great questions. questions. Just, really. just, just people. Good oh. questions, like very, um, very good questions. The question. The question. Oh my God, was, Matthew Stafford! What do you? Oh, okay, he dropped it. Jesus Christ! Oh, you you guys the are question. behind still. I don't know why mine's ahead. Did, who, yeah, who, is it still seventeen fourteen? Yeah, but yeah. they just Odell Beckham just caught like a forty yard pass and got a late hit. Remember when everybody said that guy yeah. was washed? 
Yeah. <laughs> what turns out, there? turns out, it's Baker Mayfield that's washed in his like yeah. fourth season. Yeah. Well, his, you know, I, I'll, I keep saying this. I know it's like crazy, but if like he's on the market, I would take him in a second. His shoulder was all fucked up this year, and he, they never benched him. But yeah, he's been doing it for the four years now, though. I don't know. I would still take him. I would take him in the second. I don't know. The question, the question, wait, wait, for, say, yeah, the question for me was the biggest, uh, biggest disappointment from of a movie from my childhood that I rewatched. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. Another. These and, are great questions. And honestly, like, I couldn't. I can't really think of any singular movie. Like, I know there were movies I revisited. I was like, oh, that's not not as good as I remember, or that's not like that's not a great movie. And some movies are a lot more problematic than they were. Um, but after watching a few, a few movies in the past, like six months with a certain actor, I'm like, is, is he as good as, as we thought he was, or is he kind of a disappointment? And he's kind of remembered as being great for what actor? I don't know what John. We're talking about Kevin Costner. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, we haven't watched any John Candy movies on the show. No, but like, like everybody thinks John Candy is like brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. he's like yeah. a fantastic comedic actor. He's got a lot of fucking stinkers too. Yeah, like that's fair. he's got a lot. I, I like think in the he's past one of those... probably year, I've watched. Uh, who's Harry Crumb? And that sucked. Yeah. Armed and Dangerous. Yeah, that sucked. He's... John Candy suffers from what I, I call Busta Rhymes syndrome, where it's like he's great as a side component in movies, but when it's just him, it suffers for some reason. I can't can, figure out why. Can I put forward a question, though? Because I, yeah. I thought about this a lot. What After, is art? <laughs> you mean like, like paintings, paintings and stuff? And stuff? That, uh, no, like, I thought about this a lot after we watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and it was terrible. Is it that those are bad comedic movies or has just comedy moved? Like is, is like comedy just different now? Cause like I, I always heard dirty rotten schedules was hilarious. And then we watched it and it was really, really bad. But like at the time where people like fucking just like jizzing in their pants, laughing to that, I don't know. Like it's hard. To, I guess I, I guess none of us can really answer that. Cause we're not old enough. Yeah. Well, you know, again, like, we no, grew I think we grew up in a specifically odd time for comedy because, like, like we grew up in that weird kids in the hall leading into kind of Tim and Eric era of, like, bizarre anti-comedy. So, like, our parents don't really think the shit we like is funny, and, like, kids that are younger than us also don't think the shit we like is funny. Yeah, people now do not love the state. No. The state is incredible. See, that's crazy to me because I feel like... I don't know, like, I, not that I'm in, like, in uh, the pulse of things now, but, like, I feel like the Tim and Eric-style comedy is the, like, purveying comedy now. It's because you're in a fucking bubble. Like, talk to somebody that's 25 right now. Yeah, I guess What do they like? Right. What's funny for them I guess you're nowadays? probably right. I mean, I they, they like, like, they like absurdist shit. I mean, so they like Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah. he oh God, he sucks. Uh, he's fine. Mm. Like he's hit or miss, but some of some of his stuff I I really enjoy. I watched some that of his kind of. I did. I thought it was. I I enjoyed it. I hated it. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but like John John Candy, I, like I didn't look through his whole filmography. He's got a lot of stinkers. Wagons East is not great. Camp no. Candy was good though. The cartoon. I 
barely I barely remember that. <laughs> I like Canadian that. Canadian Bacon's great, but maybe it's like yep. Sean was saying, he's a main character in it, but there's so many yeah. moving parts in that movie that he's not the I think focus. The, the, the Great the Outdoors old, is fantastic. Great yeah. Outdoors is good. The only like John Candy is good. Yeah, he's also I don't think he's he's a not, not a really side character, but yeah, and no. that movie's got a lot more drama to it than you would you would initially think looking at the cover. It's him it and just Steve like Martin, comedies, right? I don't think work that well when the straight man is the side character. You know what I mean? Like because you have to kind of like to, for the comedy, I think to work, like you have to experience it from the point of view of the straight man, and that's what makes it funny. But when you're with the like the goofball and the straight man is just coming in and out of the story, like it doesn't work as well. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Maybe that's why the great outdoors is so good because he's yeah. the straight man to Dan Aykroyd's yeah. goofball, and he's playing against. Like, go find yourself a spin cycle. Yeah, go find yourself. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, whoever those are, submitted those are the, these those questions, are the list, those are the listener questions. Get some more they're of those because they're really good. Well, these one of these great. weeks, one of these weeks, maybe in a few weeks, we'll do another session like I did with Gogs. Yeah, I love that. That's my favorite episode of the show. I think and. We'll do either. I'll do either. Either one of you two. One of you two. Hell yeah! yeah. I'm for you we also need to do. We need to. Weeks. We need to make. We need to have your version of that too. Like I want to hear your answers to those same questions. Yeah, I, mean, I can send. I can send you somebody a copy. Of all the. I have them all on my phone. Hey, uh, I listen to that podcast now because that that podcast is great. It's mostly British people that I don't know, but I still am interested in their answers. Yeah, it's still fun. It's but it's really fun when you get like one of the British directors that you love, like Edgar yeah. Wright's episode is Edgar fucking fantastic. He, had a, he was, his was a two parter, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was awesome. And Edgar Wright sounds just like a typical British, like nerd. Yeah. Which I, I guess really, is what he is, but I really wish I liked his last movie more. Like I really disappointed. Still haven't me. seen it. Like, I don't, I, I can I, I wanted to love it so much and it's just, I didn't care for it. But whatever. Well, you can't win them all, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, the foreign. Well, they, the they say that. Dolphins. They say that, but until now, we've won them all. Yeah, you can <laughs> win them all. Like, fuck it. Pleasantville. Uh, I like that movie. That's I like that movie, movie too. About the guy with a fucking is that the Kellogg movie? Pleasantville no, is the movie where everything went oh, black and white. Oh, okay. No, it's Wellville. I'm thinking of the road to Wellville. I think oh, they, Sean... They, 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 blow, uh, they blow yogurt up everybody's asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they, uh, introdu- they introduce cornflakes to keep people from jerking off or whatever. I like that Yeah, movie. and the guy just keeps... Re- re- uh, he keeps recommend or prescribing uh, yogurt enemas to everybody yeah. as their way to get I better mean, health. I've never even heard of that. Who's in That's that? It's called Welcome to Wellville. Oh, it's uh, Matthew yeah. Broderick. I think Anthony yeah. Hopkins might be. It's, it's about like, G.W. Kellogg or whatever that guy's name was, the serial guy. It's good for yeah. keeping down the urges. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Pleasantville movie, though, Sean turned me on to a YouTube channel about like special effects guys that like. Yeah, watch yeah. And the stuntmen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can't figure out how they did some of the effects in uh, Pleasantville, which I find fascinating. Like, that's that, so wild. That channel is awesome, by the way. I can't remember their names, but it's so cool to watch them like dissect like. Uh, different special effects and then well, they, they ruined that fight scene in a uh, mission impossible uh 
the one with Henry Cavill because they're oh, like right, right. right here the floor is a crash pad and then you see it dip just slightly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I can't remember what it's called, but it is. What do you know what it's called? <laughs> is it called what ruining it? your favorite movies? Yeah, it's yeah. excellent though. No, that's cool. this show. It's really cool to watch because they're like, <laughs> like they know everything and it's fun to like. Yeah, them, like well, this is how they did this and this. Like I don't know, it's a movie. I was nerd, watching like, something with Scott Atkins breaking down fight scenes and all. Yeah, he does that really GQ. Oh, no, 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 it's different. He's been on that show though. Oh. He's been yeah. on that show because he's like a obviously he's like a fight choreographer, so he like he knows a lot yeah. of shit too. Anyway, I'm sorry. Wait, this is like going to be a long fucking episode. Uh, I don't think so because we're going to talk about how much we love the foreigner and that. <laughs> so who wants to tell what happens in the foreigner? There's a lot of twists and turns in this. Film. There, there's a quick caveat I want to make to this movie to make it make a little bit more sense because like it's based on a book. Yeah, called the a Chinaman. Well, it's called the Chinaman for a reason because like. And they touch on that in the movie, but they don't do a good job explaining it. In the book, he's a former Viet Cong soldier that was like a oh, that, operation, well, operation paper clipped. Back, but that's what his old back. Well, no, they just say is. that he was a U.S. soldier in uh, Vietnam. Uh, but like okay. his actions are very like Viet Cong, and in the book, he's in Viet Cong. And like the joke is, they just call him the Chinaman. He has nothing to do with China in the book. It's just they're just racist. You know what I mean? But they, they couldn't get away with naming the movie the Chinaman. No, so even they though they say it, it the, a thousand they, times. Yeah, so they named it the foreigner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know the book was called the Chinaman until the credits. So I, yeah. you know, yeah, shit. Um. All right. So Jet Li is in London. <laughs> this scene. Oh my god! Taking his taking tough. his daughter to. Would you go to a dress a dress shop to? Yeah, he's taking prom. He's, his thirty five year old daughter is going to prom. To the formal dance or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he drops her I, off. He's waiting in the car for her. Guy pulls up on a motorcycle, walks into the dress shop, or walks into a shop, and then, like, boom. Yeah, everything was, blows up. It, and, like, just kinetic. Like, the explosion. Also, like, I, I know that we've been watching Jackie Chan movies, you know, when he was younger, obviously, but like he looks impossibly old in this movie. Yeah. Like I feel like they made seventeen, and I know he is old. Like I know he's probably got to be in his sixties by now. Yeah, but, but like well, they made they him look every year in this. movie. They didn't slap all that pancake makeup on him either. Yeah, this, but the explosion sequence that Alec just described, like it's shot so well, and like it's just visceral, and yeah, it, it reminded me of it, it, it is it, the scene. In uh, that, that what's the movie that sucks? The sequel to Sicario, but that opening had the same kind of oh, palpable de uh, Soldado or whatever. Yeah, they like had a terrorism scene that was very similar to this. It also kind of reminded yeah, me I, of the intro of uh, I'm sorry, Alec. It reminded me of the intro of uh, Children of Man. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, yeah, it's it, it's like the because Children of Men is like it's okay it's an okay movie it's not great i feel like but like it's kind of a letdown but yeah it's i mean it good. is but like the effects and like the explosion effects and stuff in that movie are like i've never been in an explosion but i've seen them on like tv and they look very realistic compared to what it yeah. would actually look yeah. like children um, men one of my favorite movies of that era except for that tracking was, shot where they don't wipe the camera off i hate that i but love that, that movie until the very very like yeah. Last minute. I need to rewatch that movie because I I had a like I feel like I liked I liked it up until a point. I feel like maybe my opinion would change now. I don't know. Maybe you're an older man now, and I have better taste. Um. 
Uh, so, like this, there's a lot of cuts to different things in this movie. So I'm probably going to be all over the place. Yeah. Linearly, then we have like we get we we have like the authorities respond, and then you see Jackie Chan in the exploded shop as they're like hauling hauling oh, out corpses, God. like yeah. cradling his daughter's purse that he found because he couldn't find his daughter because she's blown up into a million bits. Yeah. And it is heartbreaking. It is like crazy. It's yeah. It's it's terrible. Brings the dramatic lumber in this movie. Like he's really like, I know we're all going to probably echo the same, but he's like really good in this movie. Yeah. Like a, a really good job with him because they keep his motivation and his action very simple. It's like very first blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah, yeah. A ton. Like he's like the kid in a uh, better off dead. I want my $2. He's like, I just want the names. Give me well, the names. We're going to talk about this. I'm sure I'm going to bring this up later, but this to me is a better version of the hunted, which is a movie we watched on the show. Like this is that movie, but like done correctly. Like it uh, felt like that. Kind of. You know, I it gets very one. first blood in parts of it, which I guess the yes. hunted was. Also I would say it's. Yeah. I don't know about the hunted. I mean, I, I could I could see what you mean with some of like the set pieces and things, but I mean the maybe story... not plot wise, but I mean like yeah, as far as like no. the overall. I, I'm really mean like tonally. I feel like that yeah, the hunted that. is kind of going for this the is the same, same thing. This is the the movies that you see on TBS on like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we find out it was, or no, then we, we cut to all kinds of like police blotter. The police are talking to Scotland Yard and they're talking to the prime minister and blah, blah, blah. And then we get cut to a scene of, uh, Pierce Brosnan waking up with his girlfriend, um, who is not his wife. But we find like out a, a bit younger later. version of his wife. Yeah. Um, he is. I forget his exact position, but he's essentially like the prime minister of Northern Ireland. I don't he's know like exactly a, what they call it. He's like, like a liaison. A, I was just about to say, he's like a liaison. No, he's close to what Alex said, because like Northern Ireland's still part of the UK. So he's like some kind of like minister, like what would be like the Chancellor prime minister of yeah, like, Northern Ireland. But, but they're not going to call him prime minister because yeah. he has to report to the prime minister. Right. But like well, he's in charge head. of Northern, kind of. Because, yeah, um, like the governor to the president, right. I guess, kind of. Yeah. Um, and he's ex-IRA, who now is reformed and is against all the violence. Or so it would so appear. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Cooper Cup is a fucking, like, Like, monster. how can nobody cover this, dude? He's I don't so know. Good. I don't understand. In, like, the first quarter when he dropped that pass, I was like, that he never, like, he would have had a touchdown easy if he did, if he caught that ball. Like, he's insane. Uh, Jackie Chan. So, he's XIR. We find out pretty much all we need to know about him. He holds a meeting of, uh, like, if it was an American movie, it would be, like, a mafia boss having a meeting with all like his local lieutenants trying to figure out who's doing what. Yeah. He's got like all the heads of the different like IRA factions at a table trying to figure out where they got the, who, who they took the explosives from and who's responsible for this. 
Um, cause when they took responsibility for the explosion, the group that did, they called themselves like the I, the AIRA or something. The authentic the IRA. Authentic yeah. IRA. Yeah. It was like a, in like, um, uh, the fucking, uh, it's like Spinal the Ghostbusters, Tap, the new originals or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Jackie Chan is going to the police like every day asking if they have any leads, what they're doing to find his daughter. And he's trying to um, pay them. Like, he's like, yeah, desperate. he's like, yeah, he, Yo, like, he, he brings just, stacks. 20,000. Yeah, pounds. 20 grand. Or 20, 20 LBs. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's like, not, not as a bribe, just like, find, like, Find my find who did this. Like I want to know who did this. Just give me he's the names. Asking, and I'll take he's care not of even, it. Yeah, he's not even asking like for justice. He just wants to know who, so yeah. he can go bring his own brand of justice. Um, finally, he sees. I guess he sees a report on TV where they interview him and they they interview uh, not Liam Neeson, Pierce uh, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, what was his name? Liam. Um, Hennessy. Liam Hennessy, which is a fucking Irish as fuck name. <laughs> they uh, all have Irish as fuck names. Yeah. There's like eight Patrick guys named Sean in this movie. <laughs> um, he finds out, he finds out Liam Hennessy, the, for all intents and purposes, the IR, the, uh, prime minister of North Ireland is just what I'm going to call him. Cause I don't know what he actually yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. PM of NI, mm-hmm. um, so he he calls him, and he I guess he keeps calling over and over, and finally they put the secretary puts him through to Liam, and he talks to him. He's like, "Look, I understand you're upset. I'm trying to work through this. I'm sorry for your loss. There's nothing I can do for you." So Jackie Chan says, "Fuck that shit." He signs over his restaurant to his lover slash. Friend, Line whatever. Cook. I wasn't yeah. sure. Are yeah, they lovers before it. the end of the movie? I didn't understand I, I, their relationship. I didn't think yeah. so. It seemed like it was like employer employee, her, but they were like a little closer than yeah. Like they just worked together the for hundred years. Oh, was it? No, that was no. his wife. No. Well, I mean, I didn't know if it was like a hidden the, thing. Well, the wife, like he says that she died. Like everybody died. That's like his whole yeah. thing. He's like, it's just yeah. him and his him and that one that one daughter. <clears throat> so the guy, uh, 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 fucking Liam, uh, fucking Pierce Brosnan, second in command. That's Roose Bolton, right from Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's another he's another guy in this movie who shouldn't have been doing the stunts that he was doing. Yeah, no. he's he absolute shit kicked out of him. Um. So Jackie Chan keeps getting the run around over and over and over and over. So finally, he decides, "Fuck it, I'm gonna sign my restaurant over to my buddy. She can keep running yeah. the shit." The uh, what was it? What was like the Golden Hen or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Um, gonna sign my restaurant over to her. She can keep running the shit. Whatever. I might be dead anyway. Yeah. Takes his uh, takes his van, gets a ferry to Northern Ireland, <clears> rents <throat> a room, and goes and visits the Prime Minister. Oh, pause Northern, real quick. Of, uh, there, there's a small scene where you see Jackie Chan on a computer and he's like deciphering code words that the media is giving out. So like, you already know, like he knows, like yeah. he's a lot more keen. You on know, shit. this movie's kind of like what I wanted. Um, fucking Harry Brown, to be, not Harry Brown. What the fuck? Um, yeah, Harry Brown. No, no. Well, that no, I meant the um, other get, one. Get Carter. Get Carter. Get Carter. Yeah. Get Carter. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan goes and visits him in his in his prime minister house or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Or office. He visits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he visits him. Gets shaken down, but ultimately they. Uh, he goes in, has a sit down with the prime minister. The prime minister tells him the same thing. Jackie Chan leaves, goes to the bathroom, builds a bomb. Out of like, awesome. out of like, like soda and cigarettes, yeah, and it blows fu- up like half, like half the building. I fucking love all of the like the fucking terrorist craft in this. Like, movie. I'm not like, putting it out in Front Street. I had a hard time rooting for anybody in this movie because the IRA is based, the Viet Cong super based, and sometimes <laughs> terrorism is cool. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> so it works. Well, they went out of their way to make sure Jackie Chan. Like he, he was only ever He's, warning people. He never hurt anybody. Like oh, he, hurt he never, people. Uh, he never killed, he never killed anybody. Yeah. Although like, I don't know how he blew that guy's leg partially and did not kill him in that explosion. But whatever, I'll go with it. Another, like, real quick. I don't want to step on this, but like in most movies, like like Harry Brown, it's like I can't buy this old man doing this shit. But weirdly, in like reverse verisimilitude, because I know that it's Jackie Chan and he can do this in real life, it lends credibility to the character in a weird yeah, way, and no, I don't I, understand how to reconcile that. But also, I feel like, like Jackie Chan, like to that end, he like you like in the fight scenes, he's still doing Jackie Chan shit. But he, I feel like he slower. pulled back a little bit right. like, yeah, to yeah, sell it on a, being an old man. But like it's I'm, I'm unable to, to divorce the character from Jackie Chan's like the, the fact that I know that he can yeah. do that. You know, it's just weird. I've never had an experience Would like you that. Say he chan do that. Yeah, he four chan it. <laughs> um, so chan do. The, the prime anyway. the prime minister sends his lackeys out to find Jackie Chan to bring him in because they know he's the one who did it. Um, end up finding him as he's like building more bombs. Yeah, they find him like in his B- Airbnb. Well, they set him up. Uh, Jackie Chan sets up a car bomb, like a noticeable car bomb for Pierce Brosnan, with a note that oh, just says names. That's right. oh, yeah, a fake yep. one, like one that yeah. wouldn't work on. Just yeah, but just to yeah. show him he knows how to do it and can like, get. It's very it. mafia shit. Yeah, I'm just doing this for fun, though, bud. Like, give me the fucking names. I don't care about you. Yeah. Um. After the fight with. Uh, him and Roose Bolton and all their heavies at the Airbnb. Honestly, Jackie Chan kind of disappears for a while, and it yeah, kind of the movie kind of Pierce Brosnan's movie. Yeah, it kind of drags for a little bit. Like I love the movie overall, but like they could have cut a good fifteen minutes out of this. See, I don't I, of I all have the. To... And, and part of it is that, like Sean said earlier, it's all these Irish names that I don't fucking understand. Yeah, and they all sound the same, and they're saying, "Oh, this character, that character." I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Well, it, I, it, I it, have it, to... pivots from a revenge movie it's... to like a Tom Clancy like espionage movie, kind of where he yeah. calls in his nephew from the states. But I loved all that shit. I, like, I have to. I like all the I just slightly disagree. To for me personally. Yeah. I don't think it's slog because I like that kind of procedural. Well, you don't spy get that like movie. kind of adult drama anymore unless it's just well, like a like bridge of spies, like boring ass dad movie. Well, yeah. also if you haven't seen this movie before, you honestly don't know that Pierce Brosnan is part of the problem. Like you think he's actually just like well, 
and I, like, yeah. like there's two streams trying to get like you what? look. It looks like the movie set up like Jackie Chan's trying to get to an answer to finish it off his way, and, so and then Chris Pierce Brosnan is trying to get to the answer to finish it off his way. And then you kind of get all like the little, but, but like I, he set things in motion that got out of control. But I also think that the way that you find out that Pierce Brosnan is involved in all this is like very, um, it's like very naturalistic. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like a big like da da da. Right. It's, it's not like, one of those it's, like it's John not, it's not Hurt moments fed to you where it's he's kind acting of like it's dated, like in a well, weird way. Yeah. Most movies like this, and I, we brought this up on the show, is like they act like the good guy until they're revealed to be a villain, and yeah. immediately their personality changes. But his personality is exactly the same. It's just a circumstance that you understand has changed. Yeah. Ooh, game over. Oh fuck, Jimmy Ooh. G. Did Jimmy G win? What happened? No. Oh. Just throw a pick. I'm, I'm behind yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. A well, bad. I, did, I, didn't I mean, he really pick. didn't have a choice, but not great. And he's Aaron Donald is a fucking menace. Anyway. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of Pierce Brosnan interacting with, like, some of his lieutenants and... And other people, but like I don't know who any of them are, and I can't keep them straight. They all look like generic, like yeah, Irish white people. people. <laughs> yeah, like they don't have beards. They don't have any like distinguishing marks. His nephew Sean has longer hair, and yeah. he's noticeably younger, younger than everybody yeah. else. But everybody else is like boiled honky, a fifty-five-year-old white guy <laughs> yeah. with no discernible like features or anything. Well, there's the one hot IRA chick. Yeah. Well, she's part of the other cell, though. You know, she's yeah. not. Well, like, Although, I've been just talking about all the people that are like coming and going from Pierce. Yeah. Well, like they go to the farm, and yeah, all these different like, people come and interacting with him. It's like Pierce Brosnan, yeah, yeah, Bruce yeah. Bolton, yeah. and a bunch of white dudes that all look the same and have the and same name. Their voices all sound and the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Pierce Brosnan constantly is requesting more dudes. That is, yeah. 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 At first, they're like, "Oh, Ted Men should be able to cover this," and yeah. then. After, uh, like yeah, one, it, after one of the several bombs that uh, he Jackie Chan sets off in the uh, at the farm compound, he's talking to Bruce Bolton again. He's like, "Fuck it, send a hundred. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, just keeps. We need actually, more dudes. Weirdly enough, my favorite explosion in this movie happens in the farmhouse that you don't actually see. Yeah, because yeah, they're just yeah. in the kitchen, kind of talking, and you hear it, and it's this very like uh subtle explosion for lack of a better word you, like it's like oh that's what it would really sound like if you were like you know whatever half a mile away from it it's just this weird thud but also it, uh, go ahead sorry, i'm sorry no 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 go ahead i was just saying that it, towards the end of the scene this is a great scene where they bring in the tracker to try to find jackie chan out in the woods <laughs> I nothing, yeah cool as shit like i like yeah. that that whole sequence as well like I just caught up to you guys. That Jimmy G pass was horrendous. Yeah. What was he thinking? Like, what God. were they thinking? That was pass. horrible. He sees Jimmy G sees all these guys like fucking Josh Allen and Patrick yeah. Mahomes doing shovel passes. He's like, I can do that too. What? But before the before the tracking scene, you, it's revealed that the nephew is having a relationship with the hot aunt. But because yes. this is a movie written by, I guess, David Chase, every woman in here is up to no good. Like, they are yeah. all awful. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a thing in this movie. Yeah. But yeah. in her defense, like, I guess Pierce Brosnan got her brother killed and never, like, retaliated. Like, there's a whole, like, uh, kind of subplot about his lack of, like, being the person he used to be, at least with like, a public face. He wants him to be the old fired up terrorist. Yeah. The butcher of Bregan or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like there's parts in this movie where we've talked about this before with like book adaptations to movies, but I feel like the book probably goes into a lot of the like little subplots a lot deeper than this movie does. But the movie's like almost two hours, and I feel like if they put any of that shit in, it would really drag. It would drag it down. And you don't really need to know. I got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get it from context. Yeah, I totally understand. All right, sorry. Um,. So there's another bombing in London. They blow up a bus. The uh, the terrorist crew blows up a bus, and this time it's a a woman that does it. She leaves a bomb on the bus, gets off. Her and her, her boy get on a motorcycle and zoom away yeah. mm-hmm. while the bus explodes. Um, Which is also horrific and like really well oh, shot, yeah. and, like, especially in their silly ass bus. Yeah. yeah, and you see, like, the family, the mom and dad, and they're, like, two little kids oh. get on the bus, and then, like, yeah. oh, 30 seconds later, it explodes. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty awful. Well, um, they should get out of Northern Ireland. So That's they're not, London. They're in, they're in London. I'm talking oh, about the, the British. The English should get out of Northern Ireland? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> so the pressure keeps mounting on uh, Pierce Brosnan, because everything's everything has... At this point, I don't know that we know or officially have confirmed that he's the one behind it, but everything is clearly out of his control, and he is just yeah. losing it. Yeah, he's losing it on everybody. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Like it's, I'm. I, that's the one thing I'm not like totally sure. Like what, like he is trying to like still be like run the IRA, but like everybody else has like gone off the reservation. I'm not sure exactly like what that relationship is. Well, I feel well, from, from like, what it what it took what I took how I took it was that like he's had relative peace for what they say like 19 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get some of his old like brethren back from yeah. Britain because yeah. they've been in British jail forever. Right. So he's like, I'm gonna open the lid just a little bit. Yeah. Just to try to put some pressure to get these guys back. But it was like Pandora's box. The second he opened it a little bit, he just lost complete control of it. And yeah. it's fucking off the rails and he's just like slowly losing his mind trying to figure out how to get it back under his control. Yeah. Yeah, because he wanted like saw he wanted like financial targets that didn't have people he didn't want casualties yeah he wanted buildings gone and they're like he's, he's like Wait, what do you want this is this is you know the hotheads are so fired he, up. he's jack and every fat irish guy he knows is tyler durden that's yeah right <laughs> um we get to the point well eventually or now Hold on. I'm, I'm confused on how the timeline goes. At one point, Jackie Chan infiltrates the farmhouse, knocks out his dog, takes his gun and his knife out of his desk. Pierce Brosnan then realizes that he's there and loses his shit because he thinks he killed his dog. And Jackie Chan's like, he's just asleep. I didn't kill your fucking dog, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to kill yeah. him. I'm not yeah, kill Jackie Chan dog. saves a lot of I'm dogs. I'm not a monster. I bet you in the book, if that scene is in there, the dog is dead and they changed it for the movie because like killing a dog in a movie is like an instant villain sign. Like that, You can't yeah. come back from that. Yeah. 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 We saw John um, Wick. We know what's up. Yeah. 
I think that happened. He just keeps saying, he just keeps saying, give me the names, give me the names. And uh, then Pierce Brosnan convinces him that he's got the code word set up and whatever. So he can try to track down who, who it is. Um, and then later on, <clears throat> his nephew just tells him, he just tells Jackie, he's like, it's this guy. Here's where they live. Just, yeah. We're done. It's basically like, I think we just brought this up a few weeks ago about some other movie we watched. Maybe it was, I was in just like Rumble in the Bronx when the bad guy just like changes his mind because he's tired of getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Finally, well, he's like, a- you know what? He, it's just like in John Wick. He's like, fine, here's where he is. Just leave us the fuck alone. Just yeah. go well, take care a- of these guys. We're tired of getting the shit kicked. Yeah. Well, there's a moment. There's a moment in the fight with like between the nephew and Jackie Chan, where they sort of have like this begrudging soldier to soldier respect for each other. Yeah, yeah. I and like then they're kind of well, like, that's not during right. the fight. That's after Jackie Chan that's, won. That's after Jackie Chan kicks the fuck out. Of him. After he almost brains him <laughs> through the bottom of the mouth with a stick. Yeah, but um, and then you get like this is all running parallel eventually to right to Hennessy ratting roll like. Finally, getting all his moles figured out, right? Yeah. Does that happen before or after? After that's the, the, the timeline confuses me. I guess it doesn't really. I guess it doesn't no. really matter because he he finds out at almost the same time that uh, that Jackie Chan find gets the names that he wanted the whole time. So Jackie Chan's like, "Peace, I'm going back to this London. I'm out." Is so good. Yeah. When he Jackie, goes, Ch- oh my god. Um. He, he he convinced I, I guess either lies or convinces the woman who owns the apartment building that there's a gas leak and he needs to inspect all the units. Yeah, he goes to the unit that the terrorists are in. Oh my god! And now the hold on, like, pause they, real they, they already, Just just for proper context, you have to understand that freedom fighters, not terrorists. That the, the IRA you guys said terrorists earlier. <laughs> The IRA terrorism guys, was cool. Was the, weird. Yeah. the IRA guys are getting watched by SWAT teams the whole time. Yeah, so that's this, that's right. They're this like, is this that tension. Like, there's this tension that there's going to be like a shootout the whole time, yeah. and then Jackie Chan shows up. Well, this is just, like the great like the walls are closing in. Like literally everybody has congregated to this point, and it doesn't feel contrived at all. No, no. like these terrorists no, like, are fucking fuck. awesome. The freedom yeah. fighters are fucked no matter what. Yeah, yeah, like, as they the, normally are. The, the the SAS literally are like a f- the room above them, like carving For, a hole in the floor slowly so they can drop it. Like that breach they're getting prepared to do. I forgot that's what they were doing, and I was like, "Yeah, do they really do that? Like from the yes. ceiling? Holy shit!" But they, but um, as, as there's like then there's like snipers across the street. Yeah, there's people on the ground watching like the whole thing happen from like the street level, like. These guys aren't going anywhere, no matter what. No, they're done. Yeah. And then Jackie Chan shows up, and they're like, "Who's this?" There's like a potential bogey, and he takes care of their problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He but all up. this is happening. All this is happening while the terrorist cell has, has managed to honeypot a bomb in a laptop yeah. onto a, a uh, plane that's flying uh, to the U.S. As per normal, they just take advantage of immigrant labor to get everything done. Yeah. Pause Pause real quick, though. Yeah. It is important to notice, to, to note that in this sequence, so Jackie Chan knows specifically the bomber that killed his daughter because he has a scar on his hand. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when he goes after him specifically in this scene, it adds, uh, like, it's so, like, I don't know, this, this movie... 
is so meticulous in how it's constructed. Like, I thought that, you know, you take a scene where Jackie Chan's clearly more adept at killing than these guys, but, like, you add that extra attention where he knows the guy that killed his daughter. Like, that's yeah. just a smart thing. Yeah, well, these guys are used to killing, like, little Children bitches. On they yeah, they yeah. set up a bomb and run away. They're not used to, like... Yeah. Like a, a fucking close. Yeah, it, it's a total so clusterfuck. And, and, yeah. and he comes totally prepared. He has his bag full of tools, like, ready to go. And then inside the bag, a gun wrapped up in a towel. Yeah. And it's, he it's... destroys all of them. <laughs> yeah. At one point, he's, like, hidden behind a little, like, two-foot partition of a wall. So these dudes start shooting through the wall, and it pans to them shooting holes through the wall like crazy. That scene, and then so it pans cool. back to them come around the corner. Jackie Chan's not there. You're like, there's literally nowhere he could have gone. Oh, he's like Spider Monkey into the ceiling and he yeah, yeah, down yeah. and kills him. Alec brought oh, up a good point so that these guys, cool. while they are freedom fighters, are not like actual soldiers. So it is somewhat believable that nine guys could be emptying handguns in this apartment and hit nothing. Yeah, because they're they panicking. They're doing yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, and then oh. while this is going on, this scene like, is the so police, good. the police are like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, like, what the shit is going on in this apartment? Let's just let it play out. Yeah, yeah. Let's see where uh, this Jackie goes. Jackie Chan kills everybody except except, except for the the, the woman hot chick. Yeah. Does yeah. he give? Does she give him information, or he just doesn't kill her? He doesn't, no, he doesn't she, care. He's got his revenge. Now. Yeah, he's got to get out. She gets hit in like the shoulder. She gets right. shot. Yeah, but then he just he dips out before the cops get in. He grabs like, like he. I really appreciate this scene and the scene that follows at the airport because, like, this is how those British special tactics units operate, where they just openly torture people. Like this, it's been going on since like the fucking sixties. Yeah, yeah. They like, I get. Shit. Yeah, I get they are ter- terrorists of a sort, but, like, they are not at all, like, fucking uh, impressed that this is a woman who's been shot. One of them sticks his thumb in the bullet hole, and then... And one guy uh, brings out, like, a... Like they the brought bat- torture the shit battery. with them. You yeah, know yeah, he's, mean? Like, like, he's like, you're gonna tell us what we want to know. Like, right. you're... Once soon they as they defuse, get it, they pop her in the brain. Yeah, once they defuse the bomb, they literally just kill her. They don't even. Oh, yeah, they're like yeah. they're like on the radio. They're like permission to proceed. It's like granted. Yeah, pop. yeah, and Sean's <laughs> totally right. This is this is not this is not movie magic. This shit is legit. Like they don't like as bad as America is with our due process. Like yeah, go to go to England. Like it's, oh, they there was a time with the IRA that they suspended due process when it came to the IRA. They oh, could I, literally do whatever they wanted. Oh, like it was legal. Yeah, 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 it's bad. It's real bad. It was interesting. The cops let it all play out. Like I was like, well, they're also not I like, like. I think it's important to note they're not cops. They are SOMT, they're like SAS or MI something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, they're an intelligence unit. They're not like London police. Well, the cops are just playing. They're playing like uh, me watching like the college basketball playoffs. Like whoever wins, <laughs> that's the side I'm on. Like that's just yeah. <laughs> Jackie Jackie Chan dons like an old person's raincoat and has like. A fucking yeah. like Pekingese just waiting. It was the Picks manager's the dog. dog. Yeah. It was the yeah. manager's dog. Oh, I missed yeah, that. He, 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 he rolls out of there like fucking Tokyo Godfathers. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the cops, the like cops are just ignoring him because he just looks like an old man carrying his dog to let him out. Goes yeah. down. This is the only part of the movie that I really didn't like, and he just leaves the dog tied up to a to a pole somewhere. 
hoping somebody would find it while he goes to a post revenge nap. Like, just take the dog <laughs> with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It's your dog now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then and then Pierce, uh, Brosnan's... Pierce Brosnan's nephew brains his wife because he knows that his wife is his wife was sleeping with his nephew, and his wife did something else. What else? She, did she, 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 she undermined his whole plan to root out the actual. Terrorists. She's the one that told them about the code word thing. She's oh, been working right. with his one lieutenant the whole time. She's more so the guy. The guy I don't think yeah. you mentioned him, but the guy she's been working with the guy that Pierce Brosnan ends up shooting earlier yeah. that was feeding the other terrorist cell information. The movie is nothing but honeypots. Yeah. Um. So Sean, the the nephew, kills her, and what in yeah. the apartment that she's staying in under Pierce Brosnan's Brosnan, orders, so he yeah. can go back to New York and also not get killed. Pierce Brosnan yeah. goes to his luxury condo in London because they're summoning him there. Basically, the prime minister, they find out about the bomb. They find out the bomb was going to be on the plane that was going to blow her up. <clears throat> she says, I fucking own you now. If yeah. you want to not be in jail for the rest of your life and rot, you're going to tell me everything. You're going to come to London right now and you're just going to spill your guts on everything going on and everybody's and going to jail. We're going to keep you in position killed. to use you as a fucking puppet for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. And and the guy that I don't think we've mentioned his character at all, but the guy that's like the liaison to like British special forces is also involved in this sequence. And that's when he's like, what do we do? They they're surveilling Jackie Chan. Well, that's, that's, like, that's, that's like the very yeah. very end. But yeah. Jackie Chan goes to Pierce Brosnan's London residence because Jackie oh, right, Chan right, knows right. everything. And he uh he shows him the picture on his phone of Pierce yeah, Brosnan he him. with with yeah <laughs> um, of Pierce Brosnan with the female terrorist who he was sleeping with, which I think we failed to mention that earlier. He was yeah. sleeping was with also... her because he did he didn't he thought she was just some chick he was sleeping with. He didn't realize she was in the terrorist cell. And yeah, she was honey potting him as insurance. Yeah, she's um, fucking hurry, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that bitch. She's not happy about it. She's not happy no, about it no. at all. She I'd fuck that chick if she blew up like a bus full of people. I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, uh, she wouldn't fuck you because you have no, uh, hey. you have no access to any. Correct, you're not worth blowing like, up. A, a useful yeah, become asset. prime minister of Northern Ireland, TJ, and then we'll talk. <laughs> all right, goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jackie Chan's like he—he he basically makes Pierce Brosnan <laughs> send that picture out to the 4chan, news, I guess. Yeah. He just fucking works in there. He cucks him so bad because he's got the picture ready to go, but just makes him hit send just because. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the end where Inspector Bromley or the some other some like analyst they've they've rigged uh, Jackie Chan's kitchen with cameras and he's back in the kitchen like getting ready to up to get ready to cook. Um. Yeah, they're yeah. like, should we get him? And he's yeah, like, they're like, should we get him? He's like, nah, let him go. It's we like, owe him one. I yeah, love yeah, the like, ending, though. I think that ending is really cool. Like, it's, I, it's, a di- it's it's a different version of uh, the same ending of Burn After Eating. He's like, well, <laughs> yep. What did we learn? Yeah, uh, this call, yeah. No, no, you burn the body. Yeah, burn the body. Yeah, I, I love it though, because like it's kind of cool. Like, because Jackie Chan, like, 
like he basically without kind of wanting to like toppled this whole regime that he didn't even you know what i mean he had a very simple goal never his intention he just wanted to kill the person who killed his daughter and if they arrest him he's gonna blow up their whole spot with pierce bells and all the other shit they got going on so it's like oh fuck it just let him yeah i I, they want to keep this as undercover because they're like yeah the mi all the british like government people are like we're gonna keep your well, they were going to keep him out of it. Yeah. Just for the sake of. Well, you know, of after this, him. like, he's not going to be involved in this shit at all. He's, I, you don't get any, yeah. he'll just go back to his life. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, I, he, he's, he yeah. doesn't want to be the, like, special forces killer that he it, is. He didn't ask for any of this, and it's just how it is. It's, so it's very foreigner, first man. blood. It's very first yeah. blood in that regard. Yeah. I, 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 this movie is great. Uh, so. Yeah. So if, if you get if you listen to the, I, I I didn't actually listen to it, but uh, apparently if you watch the, all the credits and through like the first part of the credits where it's like the marquee shit, there's like some song playing. It's like some instrumental song, probably like the orchestral theme of the movie. But apparently, if you listen further, there's like some song that Jackie Chan actually sings. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. Like Damn, further into the that. credits, but I didn't yeah. actually stick around to. I didn't actually stick around to listen to. No, I didn't even that. bother to watch the credits. Um, so something that we've brought up on the show a bunch, and I think we did it. We did it during a couple of movies, but like this feels like a movie for adults. Like this is like an adults movie. Like and I with really, karate. But it like it has very little karate in it, really. I mean, like the action sequences almost are... almost no karate. Yeah, I mean the action sequences are good. Wait a minute, Mister. Hey, this kickboxing movie doesn't have enough kickboxing. Thinks this movie has more karate than it does. Yeah, I think I... this movie has. He's going off of roofs and doing dumb shit. He's kicking ass in the forest. He's not, kicking ass in that apartment. Fun. It's but not. It's a lot it's of not parkour story. Yeah, it's not Rumble in the Bronx. He's not. It's better off. than a prayer before. It, it's got more box uh, kickboxing than a prayer you. before dying or whatever. A prayer before dawn. <laughs> I, I that that take still hurts me to this day. Yeah, oh, you know what? It hurts me too because I wanted to see some kick-ass movie. And I saw <laughs> a bunch of prison love. That movie, so good. which was tender. Um, I I don't know. This movie feels like like again like I know I said it earlier, but like this feels like. That sort of '90s Michael, or not Michael Crichton, right? John Grisham is that the guy? Yeah, John Grisham yeah. and Tom Clancy. Tom uh, Clancy. Why? Well, yeah, I, John I... John Grisham wrote all like the legal books. Who, well, Tom, Clancy Tom Clancy wrote the is like the spy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's a Tom Clancy movie. Like it feels like it, it feels like an adult film. Like it's yeah, very. It's... It's serious? like Patriot Games, but not as boring. Like, although no. I like that movie, but like this movie is like almost like from a narrative, like a pure like kind of like draftsman technical narrative is like perfect. Like structurally, it's like perfect. I agree. And the parts that like should be really boring and could be in a different movie, like the performances are so fucking good that like it kind of carries it through. Because like yep. like I want to see Pierce Brosnan act and I want to see Jackie Chan act. You know what I mean? I'm not just waiting for other shit to happen. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And like I I don't know like what Alex said earlier about having like just little things like Pierce Brosnan's like wife is age appropriate. 
Like, I know yeah. it's silly, but, like... She's so hot, too. I feel like we just have such a low bar these days where it's, like, everything is so... Everything is so the same, you know? Everything is so homogenous. And this movie just feels like, like, oh, they used to make, like, serious dramas that, that weren't just trying to hit every demographic. Like, I don't know, like... It meant- well, it's also it's it's very thin too. Like there's no kids except for the one that gets exploded, and she's like clearly an adult. There's no real like love interest for no. him until the very end, which is like ten seconds and superfluous. And like, I feel like that that is almost like a like a a thing where it's like he can just go back to being a normal person. Like right, like yeah. I don't think like that's not that's not really designed to be like this like big narrative thing. It's almost like he's it's like it, i know it sounds silly to say but like he's relieved he's kind of relieved of his like one yeah. persona you know what i mean like yeah I, th- I think that's what that represents more than any it's more representative than like narrative driven i guess is right what I'm trying to say. Like, well everything ends up at like back to zero like right. i mean he's missing his daughter but like it's like perfect the equilibrium has been restored yeah yeah absolutely like I, I don't know. Like, and and again, it hits another trope that we love where it's the old man gravitas. Like both well, I was Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan are both old men. And there's just something about their performances. Goggs, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so I, I looked it up. They're both they're Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan are one year difference in age. That so seems that's pretty insane cool. to me. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, have that that miles Chan, on I would have thought Jackie Chan was 10 years older than Pierce but, Brosnan. Uh, but and I to 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 Sean's point right about equilibrium and I was kind of thinking about this when I was watching it like him hunting down that movie kicks ass him <laughs> hunting down the IRA in a weird way does that bring him closure for the way the pirates and everything killed the rest of his family like is this finally him like putting all that to bed well he killed those guys too though no he didn't they got away oh, I thought, oh that's right yeah maybe. I don't know. Like, I think it's, it's, uh, that could be for him personally, but like, from a functional standpoint, I think TJ brought it up. Like, he does it like by accident. You know what I mean? He doesn't intend yeah, to yeah, but the mean, IRA like, and all this political intrigue. He just like, again, right, but I, I looked at it like, like, you know, he's been carrying the weight of feeling like he failed his other daughters. Like, he's lost everything. And this is finally his way to finally set something right by making bad yeah, people pay. It's, it's, it's almost like now that his daughter's gone, like, this is weird. Like it was somebody brought up like relief. Like he has no more care. Like he might right, be like a nihilist yeah. now, but like, he's got nothing to worry about. He has no obligations. Like his, yeah. he has closed that whole like life up until that point is closed. And they, and they play up in the beginning, like him being a very protective father. Yeah. Right. Like, so yeah. 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 I don't know. I like this movie a lot. Alec, Alec, any thoughts before we get into our, our final five knuckle shuffles? No, I really, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Like I said earlier, I could have dealt with a, like, there was, there was a point in this movie where I was like, did they just totally forget they have Jackie Chan, like, hmm. here, like, 50 yards away from Pierce Brosnan in this farmhouse because they didn't focus <laughs> on him at all. And it was all on Pierce Brosnan and, and the, uh, and all the political intrigue. And like, I just want to see Jackie Chan kick more ass. Like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't like ruin the movie for me, but I feel like they could have trimmed, they could have trimmed some and made it a little tighter, but it wasn't bad by any stretch or, or it didn't turn me off or anything. Sure. Yeah. 
Also, to, to harken back to a show that uh, Sean and I were on with Nate, the, a part of this movie felt very Metal Gear Solid to me. I don't yeah. think it was all the, like, sneaking around. Like, I don't Yeah. Know. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into Five Knuckle Shuffles. Uh, I'm really interested to hear what everybody has to say. Uh, Sean, why not? Uh, this is like a 10 for me. It's like, wow. it's not special. It's special in the in a way because it's like very competent. Like, it's just like a technically kind of perfect movie. There's no like, there, it, it, I think what I'm trying to like put it in is like, it doesn't suffer from any of the trappings of action movies or dramas of this era. There's not 9 million cuts exactly in it. exactly what you mean. Yeah. You know, it's not like Taken. You know, this like, it, Taken is the, the B side of this movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's a million cuts and there's 200 things going on and everybody's trying to fuck, you know, hit like, it's just, <laughs> everybody's trying to, fuck. everybody's trying to fuck. Uh, no, like this is like, like a hyper competent movie. It's a fucking very well put together peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not describing it like as well as I could, uh, but it is like a 2008 Honda Accord. You know what I mean? It's like very reliable. It gets you where you're going. Like there's nothing to, there's nothing to pick at. You know what I mean? Like, and again, like, again, it's not special. It's not fucking like, uh, I don't know, a Brunel movie, but it's, it's <laughs> special in comparison to every other movie that this could be because there's been yeah. a lot of those like fucking bad dad movies. And like they're real shitty, and this is like very good and very. Well, this kind of came out in like I think Taken came out before this, right? Or maybe yeah, yeah. Like I think well, it's well before this. I think Taken had like three Takens before this came out. Oh shit! This is only like four years old. Taken came out a while ago. But um, yeah, I love this movie. Like it, it held up very well. And again, like I'm very pro all the. The factions in there, except for the British Special Forces. So, uh, Alec, um, I'm gonna give this a, uh, I'm gonna an eight. Like, I really nice. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and this is your first time seeing it, right? Yeah, I'd never seen it before. This is my first time. Um, I thought it was very good. The action's good. The performances are all good. Like the political intrigue is good. Um, if you maybe you don't even need to make the movie shorter. Maybe just cut some of the intrigue and replace it with more Jackie Chan. I would have liked it a little better. Um, but like, legit, like a little less talk like, and a little more action. But like, there's legit like a point where he's not even on screen for like it feels like 30 minutes in a movie that's only two hours long. So it's not like it's not like it's like a three and a half hour movie and he disappears for a half an hour. He's gone for like a quarter of the movie, and it's his movie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it gets a little bit of bump because it's directed by the same guy that directed uh, fucking Green Lantern. I guess he learned his lesson. And Casino, that's fucking this, crazy. This right, book so, must be yeah. fucking awesome. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> glad you brought this up because Martin Campbell is the guy you're talking about, Alec, and he has directed like this. Like, so he directed a movie last year called The Protege that came out. Do you remember this? Maggie Q and Samuel Jackson. It looked really generic and boring. No. Yeah, no one saw it. I saw the trailer. He directed Green Lantern. He directed Edge of Darkness, which was a Mel Gibson movie that no one remembers. That's not bad. It's fine. That's another dad revenge movie. 
He directed Casino Royale, which I will argue is a legit banger. Like Casino yeah, Royale no, is really who's good. Who's fighting you on that one? Uh, Legend of Zorro, which I'd also say is a really good movie. That's the Banderas one. The first Banderas one. I yeah. think that movie's really good. Never seen uh, that. Vertical Limit, which I don't remember. Oh, I'm I, I'm sorry. Legend of Zorro is the sequel. Matt, he oh, directed okay. both. He directed the Mask, Mask of Zorro, which I think yeah. is really good. Vertical Limit, which I think is bad, if I remember correctly. I shit on that movie all the time. That he directed yeah. Golden Eye, which uh, is fine. Uh, Sean, you'll you'll appreciate this. Do you already know this, what I'm going to say? No, I didn't look up his filmography. Sean, do you know a movie you bring up on the show a thousand times that no one has seen, and I, I'm constantly like, I need to watch this? Give me a hint. It's an HBO movie you bring up a lot. And the band played on? No, it's about magic. Oh, uh, the, the fucking Dennis Hopper uh, Lovecraft the Detective? Deadly Spell. Yeah, the he movie did, fucking rules. He directed Cast a Deadly huh. Spell, which I only know because of you. I've never yeah. seen that movie. That movie fucking sla- It's like, that movie's like made for you specifically. I know, like, I need to watch yeah. it. Also, Sean, I know you've seen this movie, and Gog's possibly you as well. Major League 3, Back to the Minors. Like, no, it's going to be still, yeah. like <laughs> He directed the Ray Liotta vehicle, No Escape. Hell yeah. You've I seen that movie. that movie. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Unrelated <laughs> to the Sega game, possibly, although it might also be this. Yeah. That's... Dude, no Escape rocks. So, yeah. Martin Campbell has got a very checkered uh, filmography. Very, a lot of ups and downs yeah. for this cat. Green Lantern. Like, He's got uh, one of those uh, Greek diner menu filmographies where yeah, there's right. like, you know, four or five good things and then just like a hundred horrendous things. But it's so weird because this is so well made. Like, this is really yeah. well made. Like, it's competent. Like, regardless of like how you feel about the like the guts of the movie, like, it's very well done. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any argument there. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Um left. Uh, it's going to be a 10 for me. Like, yeah. I I really, like, as I was watching it, like, I remember watching it. I remember when it came out, like, I was all excited about it. And I think it, I don't think it actually got a theatrical release in America. Maybe I don't it know. Did. I remember it, we watched on the ass end of possibly, um, what's the Prometheus sequel we keep bringing up lately? Oh, oh, um, uh, shit. Alien Covenant. Yeah, I think we watched both of those movies that day, and like I think we started this one at like one in the morning. Like it, it was, was crazy late. late. Yeah, but I remember seeing like the tr- the ads for it. With like they show all the ads, with all the karate in it, right? Um, but it's it's like, I, uh, you know, no cap. This is the best Pierce Brosnan movie, best Pierce Brosnan performance I can think of. It's yeah. old. We love old, broken down. We love old man movies, right? Like we love them. Yeah. And it's old man Jackie Chan, simple like A to B like revenge plot that gets like woven in with all this like what I thought was cool political intrigue. Like yeah. I, th- there was nothing about this movie, and I had seen this movie and I forgot about all the twists and turns, which was fun because I got to see that all over again and like experience it. Like I don't know, I really really enjoyed it. He's great in it. Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan's great in it. There's not a bad. I can't think of a bad performance in the. No, I can't think there, of particularly bad. There's also not a twist in it that doesn't make any sense. That's right. just I was, there. I for was like waiting a, for it to be. And honest. like yeah. the twist, and like the reveal, like that he set everything in motion is almost a stepped-on line. Like yeah. they sort of talk about it, but they don't really. It's never become. It doesn't. It doesn't like fill the room. 
It's just sort of like, look, well, I know what like I did. I said, it's like I said earlier, in another movie, it would have been like the, it would have been like the scene would have stopped for him to say it. In this yeah, he movie, would have like, done just, like, the, like the bat, like the gopher thing and like look over his shoulder and twist his mustache. In but this no, movie, just, you sneeze and you miss it. Like they right, like, this, oh. Uh, this Uncharted movie looks fucking horrendous. so bad, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. it's, it's I, I absolutely, I loved it. Like it's, it's, it's super, super good. I think it's my I think it's my favorite Chan movie we watched this month. I think I, I think the lowest score I gave this month was a seven to Shanghai Noon. So like, this has been a, this has been an excellent month for me. Um, TJ, so I was going to give this a nine, but you know, listening to y'all, I think I'm going to bump it up to a ten. I really yeah. did enjoy this movie, and I don't know why. You know, sometimes like I, I I think that like my reaction to the movie after I finish it is literally like the score I give it. But I don't know why I would give it a point down from a 10 because it really is like it just it just fires on all cylinders. I think it works really well. I think that, you know, we've talked a lot this whole month about even in movies that that some of us didn't care for completely like Jackie Chan's always giving it his all. And like he's actually a pretty good actor. And I think like this movie gives him a lot more range. Like you don't expect him to be, you know, it's I think like um you know, the first thing that kind of hit me, I've seen this movie before, but the first thing that kind of hit me watching it this time, and I think it's with the context of watching three other Jackie Chan movies, is it's almost stunt casting because Jackie Chan is always, even in, like, the face of, like, violence and depression, like, he is always upbeat and happy. And, like, this movie, he's, like, very dour and sad, and it's, like, it hits you in a weird way because you're, like, Oh, that's Jackie Chan, and he's like depressed and old, and it's fucking weird. And it works. You, can't, you can't be a man that's sad named Jackie. Like it just yeah, it doesn't right. even work. And, but like, like you also he's be like Jack Chan. And I and I think like the thing is, and I, and and I think like you know we've talked about this before, and, and Sean, you talked about this during your review. But like, it's impossible to separate what you know about Jackie Chan to this movie. So like, it adds to his character. You know what I mean? Like you're you're expecting him to make some kind of stupid joke or like a, a weird, oddly placed rape joke, uh, talking yeah. to several telephones, like in or a, a black lady might walk by and he's like, "What's up with that?" Like, yeah, you know. and like you don't get any of that. There's no levity in this movie. It is very no. dry and very like somber. But I kind of love it for that because, and again, like you just don't get these movies anymore. Like these movies don't exist. No, it's like fucking Tinker Taylor soldier spy. Like. And it's like, I kind of love it for that reason. I think like Gogs to Gogs's point, all the direct, all the performances are great. Uh, I thought the action sequences were well done, but not overdone. They don't stay. They don't overstay their welcome. There's still great jackie chan shit going on like where he's like getting at like that scene where he's getting out of the airbnb and like there's just cool shit going on the whole time and it's just it's just a treat like i just i don't know i i really enjoyed this movie a lot and i think that it's kind of a nice capper to to this this month where it's like i wish this month was six weeks long there's so many other great jackie chan movies but like I don't know, it's cool to see this guy show such range and be in such a such a different movie. Also, where he's not the lead, you know what I mean? He's yeah. he's definitely not the lead. This is ensemble. But uh, I'm just glad nobody like picked a tuxedo or some shit. Like I, I really wanted to. I wanted to pick <laughs> something that was like really bad, but like I couldn't do it. 
because I love his movies too much, and like I yeah. want to sit through one of those. <laughs> like, um, I mean, we watched. Yeah, I know Alec didn't care for Police Story, but I think there was even aspects of Police Story that were pretty entertaining to him. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, this is a fun month. We needed this. I think. We're going to start twenty twenty two. What's next month, uh, Alec? Uh, we don't have a theme. What? Oh no. Ooh, Black yeah. History Month too. We could Ooh. do Black. Um, we should do something Valentine's themed. Oh Val- yeah, we we've never done a romance. We've never movie. done a romance month. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. But we got to think of a funny name. Gogs, think I riff on Valentine's Day. Uh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll workshop something. Fuck, be wary. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck, be wary. It's not terrible. Um. Oh, let's see. How did we not have a February? That's crazy. We always have. I thought we had a February. Um. February. I don't know. We'll figure something. Or we out. could just do Valentine's Massacre and just do all slasher movies. Valentine's oh. Day Massacre is good. There you yeah. go. There it is. Or. Slashers. We could do Valentine's Day Massacre, which could be slasher movies or just straight romance movies. Whatever Ooh. anybody wants to do. Yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right. A little, little grab bag action for you. Does anybody have a pick already? We need a for movie. For this month, we just came oh, up I, with I got one. <laughs> yes. I have one. I got one. Go ahead, Sean. You first. Love Jones. I know I've talked about it on the show a million times. You have talked about this movie a lot. This is going to be interesting because I yeah. do not like this movie at all. Ooh, you know who's gonna it. like it? I got, I got. $100. Oh wait, oh wait, have I seen this movie? Hold on. With Lorenz Tate and Neil Long, no, the, no, no, the no, black no. indie th- drama. I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay, not, I have not seen Love Jones. Okay. Who's your money on me? Alec. Alec. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next month, Valentine's Day Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> The laziest title. We might we might uh, revisit that title. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, but uh, but uh, love Jones next week. Yeah. All right, tune in. I have to pee. And the Super Bowl is the Rams versus the Bengals. Yeah, who had that? Uh, not me. That's for sure. Imagine imagine being a fucking Lions fan, and you got to look at Matthew Stafford, his flesh colored beard, going to the Super Bowl while you got. I mean, I kind of love it, to be honest. Like, it's like it only took Matthew Stafford going to another team to be like, oh, yeah, he is fantastic. Like, he's a really good player. Like, yeah. I mean, they have to trade every first round pick they have until, like, Christ comes back, but they got the Super Bowl. So, well, they've gotten the the Super Bowl twice, haven't they? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, like, that is is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, in 10 years, they'll suck, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be dead. And we won't have any water. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, boys. Good night. Good night.